Hello and welcome back to another episode of Kintsugi Talks Pod. This is your girl Soroya here and I know it has been a while since I've uploaded an episode but do not worry there's new episodes coming along the way. Um, Episodes where it's just me and also new interview episodes with some exciting people that you get to hear their story, you get to hear their take on things. I'm just as excited for you guys to hear these new interviews that I've have done or I'm about to do just as I know that you guys are excited for today's episode um if you aren't really able to tell by the title I am pretty much just going to have just a very open chat about things well I'll say revelations that I have um been learning to take in about myself as far as how I've been acting, going about things as a human being in general, things relating to God, things relating to my mental health, and things relating to the relationships with people around me. And these things that I am still in the process of learning, I hope that you are able to take away from them. And hopefully we can have more conversations based on this conversation today. But before we get into the episode, I want to give a little spot for our sponsor, Anchor. Now, the first revelation kind of thing that I am working through, um, it is also like a confession something that I've had to I've had to um, confess about myself a lot about a lot of things that have happened in my life so I'll say it this way hello my name is Soraya Brown and I am a control freak and To be honest, this was something that I knew was evident in my life, but I did not see it as a problem because I've always, I've been a control freak for, for like ever. (laughs) And I've been a control freak for like forever. And... It started um, with, if you recall to one of my earlier episodes, I talk about how I pretty much got into, not got into, that's not the right way to say it, how my eating disorder habits started. And in the beginning, it was more so of me trying to get control over like how I look so that I wouldn't be skinny, but then... When I did get to a point where I was skinny, and for people that know me in real life, they've seen me when I was at my smallest, um, my smallest size. I wasn't even happy then. So it turned into me wanting to just have control for my sanity. And I felt that if everything else in my life is going to crap, like if everything is just hitting the fan, I can at least have control over this, 
over something that I'd never even had a good relationship with in the first place, which is food. And what I'm doing now to fix that is I do have a um, nutritionist, not a dietitian, but a nutritionist. And we are working on breaking down the the mental lies that I have been told and believed about myself when it comes to food, when it comes to like food being a helper and not an enemy, food being a necessity and not a tool. And I'm pretty sure that there is a whole bunch of people that can relate to that. Even if you don't have an eating disorder, like it could be things related to, I mean, well, even if you don't have a diagnosed eating disorder, there's still ways that you can have disordered eating and not have an eating disorder. Like it could be things of like you being a workaholic and being like, oh, I'll eat something after I get this done when the last thing you ate was like probably in the morning and probably in the morning the only thing you ate was like a bagel and a large cup of coffee which is not a full meal which I mean I'm still (laughs) fighting with myself about like what a full meal is like I I even freaked out when my nutritionist said this like oh you should be having like at least five meals a day and I was like what I I literally freaked out like I was like no I can't eat that much like are you crazy but we are working now with me eating at least two meals a day and and snacking because having a snack is considered a meal like you can have like a light meal that could be considered a snack because technically you're supposed to have breakfast a snack after breakfast lunch a snack after lunch and before dinner dinner and then you have an evening snack or some people will call it like dessert however you would want to put it but um yeah that's one thing that is related to me being a control freak and something that it is it is definitely related to um my anxiety as well and why and how I have always had anxiety since I was a very young child. Um, And of course, with all the pressure that was put on me, um, I was um, unwillingly made to be almost this like golden child, pillar child. Um, I know people in the Asian community they say they have like a tiger mom or a tiger dad Um, now I am not um, fully Asian I'm like a very small percentage Asian I'm mostly African American but my black mother definitely had the tendencies of a tiger mom along with my um, four brothers and um they put me on this pillar this pedestal to be this example to their kids um, when it came to academics when it came to how i would be so respectful to my mom and when all reality there's a lot of moments where i look back on it now and like all this just emotional 
soul investigating that I've been doing. Yes, the moments that I would show respect to my mom was out of love, of course, but a good 60% of that was because of fear. I feared my mom. Not in a way that I would fear God, because fearing God and fearing your parents, because you know that if you do something, you gonna get messed up, is two different things. I fear God because I am in awe of him and put him in a place of reverence. And I serve him because I I do consider myself to be a Christian if that hasn't been if if that hasn't been made noticeable already from from me talking on this podcast. But when it came to my mother and my brothers, um I feared them because it could be one little thing that I wouldn't think was a mistake and then to them it could be the worst thing that I could have possibly ever done and then it'll turn from them praising me from all the stuff that I did and then using me as an example and them pretty much rubbing me in their kids faces and other people's faces I was like oh but look at Soroya she did this and she's good at this and da 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 to the opposite where it's like oh you know it's like oh you know she did like she's so stupid like she did this and it, it turns from positive to negative at the drop of a hat at the drop of a hat and that is what scared me because I, I, I didn't know what to expect a lot I didn't have control over anything I didn't have control over a lot of things I was allowed to do myself which is why as a child I got away with a lot of things in secret to this day my family doesn't know a lot of the things that I got away with in secret um I'll possibly talk about it in another episode but I feel like the stuff that I did get away with is um is very very mature content I will say that it is very mature content The second thing that I have discovered about myself is that I have been using myself as a crutch. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that I have allowed myself to be my own excuse for a lot of things, whether it be my aspiration, goals and dreams to things that I actually need to get done, like um, paying my bills on time, (laughs) um, cleaning my house, uh, talking to friends, keeping up with relationships, things like that, actually leaving my house, And a lot of that, I will say, honestly, I have put on my mental health. Now, is my mental health issues a real thing? Yes. But it's gotten to the point where 
that has become the overall cause and reasoning for everything. And, well, let me put it this way. I haven't used my mental health as an excuse. Is that my mental health has just become more and more of a problem. And the steps that I thought I was doing right, I wasn't. Because I was doing the steps my way, the way I wanted them to be done, instead of the way that they're supposed to be done. Which is... Which means that I haven't been allowing myself enough grace and time to process a lot of things, Uh, which is and can be very frustrating. So that's why I have started this process of just doing things for me because I want to and things that make me and my inner child happy. Now, the last point that I made to connect to this point is that I need to heal and ask for forgiveness from my inner child and also my my teenage self now i know that my inner child is a child that is probably very hurt and confused and I believe the teenager is the one that is like the most angry. Or it could it could be the opposite. My inner child could be the more angry one. And then my teenage self could be could be more in a in a very sad state because my depression really started to kick in more so in my teenage years. Um but yeah, um a point that I made in um, in the last point that I said of me being my own excuse is doing things for my inner child, like things that I want to do because it's things that make me happy. Because one thing that I noticed about myself um, recently is that things that would always like bring me joy, like I could be in like the deepest darkest episode of depression ever um i could be in the middle of an anxiety attack or a panic attack um i could have experienced um a trigger and have a traumatic response to it and the things that would usually bring me a sense of calmness peace or even joy they didn't spark it for me anymore And when I noticed that, that's when I was like, okay, there's something wrong here. Because it shouldn't get to a point where the tools that help me and that I know can help me. And these are tools that I have loved since I was a little kid. And it's like, I look back on it now, the the main one that I would say is anything dealing with music, especially singing. Like singing 
music for me has been such a outlet and tool for peace of mind and gaining a sense of control over my mind because music is a very powerful thing and uh there's so many people like if you watch um any interview with any artist like any type of artist you look up to they the one thing that um connects with all of them with whatever interview they do is they talk about the power of music they talk about how music got them through situations and there's there's people that i know won't understand what it means that it's like music has gotten people through situations music has gotten me through wanting to kill myself there was nights where i'll 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 even share this this is one example so this was in 20 i want to say 20 2018 2019 that um depression was uh depression was really bad and i well i have i became part of this like community of people sky club pretty much is a group of people um through Patreon who follow an artist named Joseph Solomon. And I become close to these group of people so quickly. And I had like shared every now and then that I was like going through stuff with my depression and everything. And this was around this was around the holidays, I wanna say this was like after my birthday going into um like christmas around the time um oh i found a picture of it perfect because i was like literally looking through my phone as i was talking i'm sorry but i wanted to like find exactly when this happened this happened sunday december 6th of 2020 (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm just happy I found a picture. So, um, a dear friend of mine, I love her to death, who I met through Joseph Solomon doing his Patreon and everything. Um, Her name is Heather, and she recently got married. So, Heather, if you're listening to this, congratulations on your marriage. Julio, you too. Julio is her husband's name. Um, I love you both. And, um, yeah, she had reached out to me and she was like she put together having a um a christmas movie night she had asked me like one of my favorite christmas movies and i told her um that my favorite christmas movies do not judge me for this (laughs) my favorite christmas movies are frosty the snowman and rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and i'm talking about the rudolph the red-nosed reindeer where it's like the clay animatronics and the animator Frosty the Snowman. Those are my favorite Christmas movies. Till this day, do not judge me because I know I'm not the only one that likes them. <laughs> um, and so it was her and she got a few other people from the group to join like over Zoom. She, we, she found them on YouTube and then we watched them over Zoom. What I didn't know 
was that she also invited Joseph Solomon to watch it with us. That is what I didn't know. So in the movie, in the middle of watching the movie via Zoom, I see that Joseph Solomon is like there watching it with us, and I'm like, oh. I was like, oh, hi, Joseph. Um, and then, because I have a screenshot of the message that he sent me. And he said, and I quote, this is literally what he said. Soroya, I, like the rest of the people here, love you and I'm praying for you. So thankful for you, fam. When I tell you, I cried. <laughs> when I tell you, I cried. I, I, I cry like a baby and I'm on the verge of tears now just thinking about it because I always go back to that message um, not because it's like oh like a celebrity or artist sent me a message like no like the fact that him as a person took the time out of his schedule to one be a part of that and two uh send me that type of message meant a lot and for those that are listening to my podcast and you probably got excited me bringing up joseph solomon's name means that you're a fan in some type of way you will probably remember the cover of the song he did from billy eilish um everything i wanted Sorry, my nose is stuffy because I'm literally crying. <laughs> um, he had... Um, what I didn't know is that he had recorded that like right after he had got out from the, the Zoom of like us watching like the Christmas movies together. And when I tell you I didn't know I needed to hear that song in the way that he sang it and because I was I was in a very 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 dark place a very dark place and I was already familiar with the song from Billie Eilish um I was already familiar with what it meant what the what the words were really speaking when it came to the song but the way he sang it, the emotion that was behind it, and he had dedicated that song to all of Sky Club. And it just meant it just it just meant a lot to me. And to this day, anytime I am feeling really, really, really down and I'm just at the point where it's like I'm where I'm questioning certain things I go to YouTube and I play his cover of everything I wanted um and that is what I mean when I say that music is powerful so to now kind of get back into the point that I was making that when I realized that these tools that I know worked for me weren't working I realized there was something wrong and I realized that um, at first I thought it was me getting like kind of like not stimulated enough and in, in other words like getting bored of it but 
then I realized there was times where it's like I wasn't I wasn't really trying anymore because I had gave up on myself already I had gave up on myself already like like in my spirit in my soul and that transmitted to my emotional which therefore transmits into the physical because all of those things um, are connected so one thing I did recently which it was very very spontaneous of me but I'm happy that I did it is I bought myself a guitar and I am now teaching myself how to play a guitar it's a Fender acoustic guitar it's black and her name is Onyx yes it's a girl and she's beautiful I bought her for 200 something dollars off of Amazon <laughs> people are probably gonna question me be like why did you buy a guitar for Amazon because I'm like um it came in a kit and it was on sale and I've always wanted a guitar so I got it it came with the, the carrier it came with the set of strings it came with the tuner it came with three guitar picks and Fender along with it gave me a pass for three months free of their membership which is like yes so for three months for free without me having to pay anything, I'm gonna be on their website looking at all their lessons and being able to play guitar on my own because that's an instrument that I've always wanted to play. Anyone that knows me, that like knows me, knows me, knows that I've always, always wanted to play guitar. Cause string instruments are my favorite instrument, like guitar and violin is chef's kiss. To me like it really is so I did this for myself and I don't know what my progress will be in three months of me just starting literally yesterday but we'll see what happens <laughs> Next and last thing I'll share um, is a very deep one for me, and it connects to things that honestly had me a little frustrated, but it's things that I have to deal with and I have to grow and learn from them, is that um, my theology, when it comes to, well, God, <laughs> um, has to change because I don't trust God the way that I thought I did. I don't love God the way that I thought I did. There's a lot of things that I thought I had a connection to God, but then I realized I didn't. And then because everything connecting to God is love, it proved that I didn't love God the way that I thought I did, which kind of hurts to think that like, oh, wow, I really don't love God the way that I say I do because I don't trust him like I should and I don't um feel his presence like I used to before and I question him a lot about things I shouldn't be questioning him on because he done told me the answer a hundred thousand times um so yeah that's something that I'm working on um one way that I'm doing that is getting more into the Bible. I started a Bible plan where it's taking me through the whole Bible, um, 300, 
365 days so it's gonna be a year of me on this bible plan um currently in the book of exodus the part of exodus where um they are building the tabernacle and building the tabernacle alone in the book of exodus is a few chapters um so just i did chap i forget which chapters i did um but i believe i got up to chapter 30 today i believe that's uh what it was and i chose to choose one I, i'm sorry i chose to read a bible plan with uh the whole bible because i feel like it's i feel like it's just better for me and also i feel like context wise i'll be able to understand things a lot more and it'll force me to read the books of the bible that i've been avoiding to read on my own because <laughs> i know i know i know i'm not the only one that there's certain books of the bible when we hear the title or is like or it's like we know what it's about that we don't want to read it the main one well i've read revelation before but i know i definitely want to read it again just for for knowledge sake for getting closer to god is revelation um another one for me well other ones for me probably be most if not all of the prophet books i'm sorry um book of numbers is one book of numbers is de- <laughs> book of numbers is definitely another one because it's literally about numbers is when they did the this like the census count of like of all that and then it goes to like genealogy a little bit too um to be honest when i first read that book i'm like yo this is boring <laughs> this is boring <laughs> But, but there is like a deeper meaning behind that that God is trying to get across. Like, and that's how it is with every book of the Bible. So that is why I chose the Bible plan that I did. It's a Bible plan from the Bible Project. Um, I be- what I think the name of the plan is called is like Bible 365 Days, something like that. Um, when I look it up, I'll put the link in like the description of this episode. So if you guys want to read it too, you can. Um, so yeah, that's one thing I've been doing. Um, praying and worshiping a lot more because I've been singing, but I haven't been worshiping. There's a difference because singing takes talent. Worship takes being selfless and sacrifice and I haven't been willing to sacrifice my time because I've just been wanting to sleep because I've been super tired all the time and I am a worshiper I mean well we're all worshipers at the end of the day because that's what God created us to do is to worship and there's many different beautiful forms of worship one of the main ones that is recognized is obviously music and yeah that's something that is like I have to put into my lifestyle again notice notice that I didn't say routine I said lifestyle because following God is not just a routine thing that you can like turn off and on 
like a light switch. It is a lifestyle that you embed it into every part of your being and every part of your life that God that is like your life is a sponge and God is water and you're soaking up all the water until you're just full and like you can't until you're just full and it's like with every step you take you're just dripping everywhere like that is what it means well that's my that's my like (laughs) best way of describing with imagery like of what I think it means to like have like God in your life like being a Christian having it be a like a lifestyle so there's that um but yeah so like I said that it's like it could it connects to things in my life as far as like how I view God I had I have to change how I view God and with that God has been changing how I view myself well how I have viewed myself and how I have viewed other people in my past and present um one of those people being uh my mother well both the mother that raised me and my uh biological mother who i do not have a relationship with for a lot of reasons and that will be a future episode to talk about um estranged relationships because i know that's something that i could benefit from from talking about it and that a lot of my listeners could probably benefit from if you deal with estranged relationships whether it be with like parents sibling friends anything like that that'll be um a future episode but it's caused me to change my outlook on these people who well not even just those two people that i mentioned but just people in my life who have caused me a great amount of pain a great amount of hurt from being angry at them and bitter at them and resentful towards them i'll even i'll even say this so um i had a brother who had passed away and i was happy that he died because he was an abuser of mine he physically sexually um emotionally verbally abused me and i had to live with him for like six months well less than six months and um i was happy that he died because i took it as god avenging for me because i refused to be around him um when he was still alive even when his health was crippling and i was like no i refuse to be around him like i do not care none of my family knew because I didn't tell them of what he did to me and I mean if they do find out it's probably for me saying it on this podcast or via some other outlet where I do go more in depth about that story about that part of my life but yeah it's to the point where it's like with him that God was having me change my point of view on him about like 
stuff that he went through that made him into the person that he was. And that it wasn't to excuse of what he did because what he did was wrong. Not even just to me, but what he's done to other people in my family as far as like just behavior and stuff like that is wrong. But to try to look at it from his point of view. And the same with my biological mother of how she even ended up where she ended up to the point where she got all her kids taken away. Same with my adoptive mother to where he wanted me to be apathetic of the level of fear that she had of that being a reason why she kept the secret from me that I was adopted for so long because I didn't find out I was adopted until I was in high school so I was 17 going on 18 when I found out I was adopted so in all these different situations and in other situations too that I won't get into right now but God had me change my outlook and point of view on a lot of things. How I thought about a lot of things, how I thought about people, how I thought about relationships that I've had in the past and currently have or relationships that I've kind of lost. And it's it's not easy to especially for like certain relationships in my life uh, more so friendships and romantic relationships it's not easy to admit that you were at fault for why those relationships didn't work out um it's not easy to admit that because no one wants to think that they're at fault for something no one wants to think that oh that they did something wrong that is the other person that oh like it's kind of to be in like a a victim mentality you know but there is gonna be a point where it's like nope that no this is this is all you fam like you did that <laughs> you did that so yeah there's been friendships in my life that have I can't say they ended but it's just I've allowed it to get to a place where there's no communication because of severe trust issues and me not willing to communicate those trust issues. And I forced myself to be distant because that was the easiest way for me to cope with things and just kind of slide it under the rug and act like nothing ever happened, you know? Which obviously, I can't do that anymore. So, yeah, that was just another way of God exposing me and me telling it to you guys. I am furthermore exposing myself, but there's nothing wrong with it because I'm doing the work now to change it. to end the podcast on this note I did not sign up to be a role model for Christians who are trying to be perfect I am doing this because I want to be the role model for imperfect 
Christians who are broken but yet are still going day by day because of God and God alone. This is who I made that podcast for. And this is not just for Christians, people who are part of the faith. This is people who aren't part of the faith as well. This is for people who aren't just living with um, mental health issues or diagnosed mental illnesses. This is for people who aren't even diagnosed at all as well. This is for people who are doing their best at not being the best. This is for people who are trying to win when all it seems like they're good at winning at is losing. This is for the people who feel so broken that they can never be put back together again. But I tell you this, I'm standing here today, well, technically sitting, but you know what I mean. I'm here today, broken and all. I'm still broken. I still have a few broken pieces about myself. But I have a God, a creator, who is able to see that. And he recognizes it and he knows it. And he still wants to deal with me. He still wants to love me. He still wants to work with me. He still wants to grow with me, have a relationship with me. And he wants to put me back together again. But he knows that it's going to hurt me. God doesn't want to hurt his children. God doesn't want to hurt anyone he loves. But if it is necessary, then it has to happen. There's no such thing as a process that doesn't require pain or uncomfortability or change that makes you feel uneasy. There's no such thing as a process that doesn't have those three things. And I look at my life and everything that I've been through up until this point. I'm only 28 years old. Wow, I said 28, 27. (laughs) I turned 28 this year. And the life that I've lived, I literally could write books about it. Which, I know me saying that statement, my friends are going to be like, well, where's the book? We've been telling you to write a book. Like, I've, I've been dealing with that for like the past few years of my friends saying to write a book. It'll happen when it happens, okay? I haven't even started thinking about writing it yet that's a whole that anyways but I've been through things that um I thought would end me and to take it even further I've been through things that I wanted to end me but God's said no I have other plans and they're great plans and they are plans that you may never understand they are plans that 
you will have to probably wait years to see the outcome of. But know that my plans never fall short. For he is a God of his word. And whatever he says he's going to do, he will do. In his time. That is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting. And thank you so much to those that have supported me from the beginning, that have been patient with me (laughs) Um, for me to come out with a new episode. And again, like I said, I have been doing interviews with people who I am very excited to have on the show. Um, And I can't wait for you to hear those conversations because I know they're going to be so beneficial to so many people out there not even just for me but for y'all like I don't do this just for myself I do this for y'all because it's beneficial for all of us these conversations that I've been having with these amazing people um but yes thank you so much um you can find Kintsugi Talks podcast on Anchor by Spotify who this episode is sponsored by thank you you can also find this podcast on Spotify. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And you can follow um, on Instagram. It is Kintsugi Talks Pod. You can find also the links for everywhere else where you would want to follow me at specifically will be in the description below. And until then, God bless. <laughs>